037, Scott Roman, Jedi Farce, and Breakbeat Z. Y'all won the giveaways from last week. Comic Fam, enjoy your hot comics list. We are here to chat about the hot 10 comics that are defining this generation of collectors at the table virtually with Jem, the leader of the Gempire, the Kingpin. Jem from Gem and Collectibles, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I don't think I'm blurry this time, so we should be good to go. Yo, we got 10 books that are piping hot this week. Comic fam, hit the subscribe, slap that like button. We are over one year straight without missing a beat getting you this video and keeping you updated on the crazy, rapidly moving comic book industry. Let's chat about number 10 because we got Tales to Astonish, issue number 90. Abomination. For the third week in a row, we're reporting on Abomination making record-breaking sales. We got the tease of his battle versus what looks to be Wong from Doctor Strange for the Shang-Chi trailer. And people are still scooping up these key issues. We got a CGC 7.0, which sold for $400 in June. It's up 6%, selling for $425. The 8.5 going for $1,000 back last month is up 10%, now selling for $1,100 this week. And the 9.0... Last sale was earlier this month in July, selling for $1,550, and that's up 13%, already selling for $1,750. Tim Roth will be reprising his role as Emil Blonsky, and the comic fam are all hyped about it, regardless of how shocked they were that they included essentially a spoiler in trailer. Next on the list, we have Fantastic Four issue 67. We're talking about him. That's right, Adam Warlock. We talked about his first full appearance in a past video, but now we're talking about his first cameo. And we have a confusing history of cameos and first appearances for Adam Warlock, so let's break it on down. The character being referred to as him actually gets introduced in the prior issue 66, but doesn't get his first cameo appearance in Origin until this issue that's currently on our list today, 67. It wouldn't be until years later in issue number 165 of Thor where Warlock as him appears in full. And then three years later to that in Marvel Premiere 1, we actually see Warlock once again given a costume, the name Warlock, Warlock, as well as the soul gem known from the Infinity Gauntlet fame. In the next issue, a child gives him the name Adam, which now makes him Adam Warlock. Another key Adam Warlock issue would be Warlock issue 10, which features the meeting of Thanos and Warlock, who became arch enemies throughout the remainder of Marvel history. We all remember seeing the cocoon at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. James Gunn has made references to this character. Many believe that he will likely make his debut, possibly in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And the numbers are showing it here today. A CGC 3.5, which sold for $170 back in March, is up 11%, now selling for 188 the 5.5 going for 332 in June is up 12%, selling for $371 this week. Then the CGC 9.2, which sold for $1,800 back in March. It's up 6%, now selling for $1,900. Moving on to number 8 on the list, we have Uncanny X-Men 101, the first appearance of Jean Grey as the Phoenix. Talk about a key Marvel issue, a key mutant issue, and some suspicious sales. Comic fam, that's why you got to slap that subscribe button and hit that like button. Aside from us having a giveaway at the end of this very video, some comic books end up selling for a lot of money, clearly. But there are times where they sell for too much money, and I think the 9.8 of this book that sold earlier this year is proving that point. 
Yeah, that 9.8 sold for $13,259 on Comic Link, and the trickle-down effect is real. A 3.0, which sold for $280 back in March, is up 7%, now selling for $300. A 5.0, which sold for $432 just this month, is up 17%, now selling for $505. The 8.5 going for 1250 back in May is up 20%, selling for an all-new high of $1,496 this week. The $13,000 sale that Jem just chatted about actually happened in May on Comic Link, which is a very large auction site that doesn't share its sales with third parties. So although we know that this sale happened, that's why you have to slap that subscribe button, Comic Fam. We're here documenting the historical record. It's like it never happened, especially when you look at the other 9.8 sales that have happened since then. Yeah, because just the next month in June, we had a sale for $5,900. Now, did the person who paid 13k on Comic Link overpay? The previous 9.8 sale was just over 6 grand. So this June sale was actually less. I mean, maybe it was a great copy white pager, no miswrap and maybe the heat of the auction on Comic Link drove it up to be that price, but you got to ask yourself, had they kept the historical record, had this information be public data, would the next 9.8 have sold for so little? What we do know is that there are a total of 6,000 graded X-Men 101s between both CGC and CBCS. And of those, there's 148 graded at 9.8. And Gem, let's stop and chat at number seven about the Gem of Ciderac. You know I love those gems, especially the gem that gives Juggernaut, Kane Marco, his unstoppable powers. We have X-Men 12 on the list, and it's a book we've been talking about for some past weeks. That's right. We're talking about the origin of Professor X, Charlie Xavier, and some monster gains. I'm heading to Torpedo Comics, Torpedo Con, in LA this next week. I'm excited to see multiple copies on dealers' walls because at the last convention I went to, this was one of those keys that was on every dealer's pile that they weren't selling just yet. They were acquiring them because so many people keep asking them about this mammoth-sized villain. And we have a 3.0 going for $850 back in April, up 3%, selling for $876 this week. I think that's going to be a $1,000 book. Yeah, for sure. The CGC 5.0 sold for $1,550 back in April, and that's up 16%, now selling for $1,650. And then we got that 8.0 going for $2,500 in January. This one has some monster gains, seeing a 48% uptick. Now selling for the first time ever, $3,700 this week. We have to chat some toss. You know it, Tales of Suspense 57 coming in at number six on the list, the first appearance of Clint Barton, the Hawkeye. The third appearance of Black Widow, and we have three record breakers this week. People getting all amped up for Kate Bishop's appearance in the upcoming Hawkeye Disney Plus show. A 2.0 going for $300. Man, that seems really low, Jim, doesn't it? I mean, back in August, under $500 for a very difficult to secure hit Silver Age book. That's up 75% this week, hitting 525 bucks. Well, there you go. Not under 500 anymore. We got the CGC 5.0, which sold for 1350 back in April, and that's up 11%, now selling for a smooth 1500 And then we have the 7.5. This book sold for $2,761 back in May, and that's up 18%, now selling for 3250 It definitely seems like the MCU is pointing us into a young Avengers direction, what with Kate Bishop, and I wonder if Hawkeye is going to be safe with Yelena on the hunt for him. Anyway, moving on to number five on the list, we have Marvel Premiere 28, the first appearance and the origin of the Legion of Monsters. 
We're talking Ghost Rider, Man-Thing, Morbius, not Mobius, and Werewolf by Night. Comic fam, these are four different characters that are all seeing tremendous spikes in their own respective solo titles, first appearance, minor key appearance, hit cover appearance, utilize Code Tom 101 on the best comic app, and support our show and unlock a free two-week subscription. We're talking Key Collector Comics, where you can... Keep track of all the various key moments of characters specifically. Go to that search bar, type in the various characters that you want to see a list of all of the comics worth your time to not just know, not just spec on, but also to consider purchasing to add to your collection. We're talking some monster gains from some monster characters this week, starting with the 2.0, going for $80 back in January, up 75% this week, selling for $140. Jumping from the low grade to the CGC 8.5, this book sold for $300 back in July, and it's up 11%, now selling for $333. Then we got the 9.2 going for $336 in June, up 49%, selling for $500 this week. And next on the list, we have a book that we told you was going to see some upticks. We knew that price correction was incoming at the list at number four. DC Comics Presents 26, the first team appearance of the new Teen Titans. We talked about this book last week when it was only number five on the list. So now coming in at number four, the first appearance of Raven, Cyborg, and Starfire, plus the Teen Titans team. A CGC 5.5 sold for $105 in April, and that's up 90%, now selling for $200. The 7.5, which sold for $185 in March, is up 22%, now selling for $225. The last 8.5 sale selling earlier this month is looking like a really good deal. Going for $320 is already up 33, blowing past 400, selling for $425. Next on the list, we got to chat about the Super Scroll. We're chatting Fantastic Four 18. Jem, I suspect members are trying to get their hands on Fantastic Four villains, especially considering the recent Kang appearance. Especially consider that we've already gotten scrolls introduced into the MCU. You know you got to have the Super Scroll. Always love this Silver Age Fantastic Four cover. Issue 18, a CGC 5.0 sold for $1,100 back in June. And that's up 27%, now selling for $1,400. The 6.0 going for $1,050 in May is up 52%, now selling for $1,591. And then the 8.5. This was already a pretty expensive book, selling for $1,680 just last May. And it's up 116%, now selling for $3,626. Now, we've chatted about FF2 making our list because Secret Invasion is coming. So a lot of members are trying to spec on scrolls. And that's the first appearance of the scrolls in the Marvel Comics universe. Well, issue 18 isn't just the first appearance of Super Scroll. This is the second team appearance of the scrolls this is a double key and speaking of second appearances being important in comic books and collectibles let's take a look at number two on our list the second appearance of johnny blaze you guys have heard me say this over and over again when that first appearance gets too expensive which marvel spotlight 5 has been for many years now especially in high grade you got to start looking at the next best thing the second appearance marvel spotlight 6 a cgc 6.5 sold for just a hundred dollars back in 2019 well it ain't 2019 no more it's up 330 percent now selling for 430 dollars 
We're talking the second appearance of Ghost Rider, yo. Nick Cage, where are you at? 7.5 going for $200 in March, up 88%. These are some strong gains hitting $375 this week. A CGC 9.2 sold for $670 back in June, and it's up only 4%, but it just sold for $700 even. Let's take a quick stop and compare Werewolf by Night 33, the second appearance of Moon Knight, to Ghost Rider's second appearance because it's going to show you that there is so much potential in these key books. Taking a look at Werewolf by Night 33, we had an April sale of a 7.5 hit $500. The last sale hit $375 up until that point. Then in June, a 6.5 sold for $600 versus the $430 prior sale. Werewolf by Night 33 has a total of 819 total graded copies on the census, where Marvel Spotlight 6 has about half of the amount, a total of 429. In grades 9.0 and 8.5, there are twice as many graded copies of Werewolf by Night 33 than there is of Marvel Spotlight 6. If Werewolf by Night 33 is spiking, which it is, Ghost Rider isn't far behind. Comic fam, I gotta hear your thoughts about this in the comment section below. Like and subscribe. And Jem, I gotta hear what you have to say to the comic fam because you said, mark my words, Kang is not coming. Guys, I gotta come clean. I misled you. I was wrong. I said there was no way they were gonna have Kang in the MCU. And I was dead wrong. I was right about Mephisto, but I was so wrong about Kang. And I know, I know they technically didn't say Kang. He's technically he who remains. But I mean, it's Jonathan Majors. I was so surprised, happily surprised, that I was wrong and that they kind of pulled an audible. They didn't fall into the formulaic tv show that we've been seeing them do and, and they introduced a brand new character in the last episode of the season loved his performance i i get it he was goofy he was jovial he was charismatic that's he who remains we're yet to see the actual bad version of kang who is coming at the list at number one the hottest book in the world we're talking the first appearance of kang avengers number eight kirby goodness this book made our list number nine two weeks ago number two last week and is leading the charge this week for the reasons gem just described we have our next major marvel villain and we have some major price records to report on price hikes across multiple grade points this book is here to stay and kang kang's are coming we're going to talk about a lot of different sales because people are trying to grab this book in whatever grade they can but let's start with the 2.0 the 2.0 sold for 350 dollars in march it's up 76 percent now selling for 615 the 3.0 sold for 895 dollars in june and that's up 56 percent now selling for 1400 we also have the 4.5 up 54%, the 5.0 up 5%, the 5.5 up 20%, the 6.0 up 35%. Then we have the 7.0. It was broken three times this week with the leading sale, prior record being $2,500 to be outdone by an increase of 62%, breaking the $4,000 marker, landing at $4,050, and then the 9.2 up 14%. There are so many different things that can be said about Kang being introduced. We have Ramatut, Scarlet Centurion. We have Iron Land, Avengers, Young Avengers, Spec to be had. And I'm so glad to be doing it with the best comic book community in the world, the comic fam. Slap the like button, hit that subscribe button, and as always.
before I sign out. Not only was I so wrong about Kang, but Tom was 100% right. If you guys were watching our live recap shows on my channel, we did one for each episode. Tom called it. You were right. All praise due to you. Don't listen to any of my theories. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Peace. Enough said. Guys, we have our new Indiegogo campaign live right now for our Gem Mint Dynamite Box. This is a way where you can actually buy a gem crate. It's a box that has all types of channel swag like t-shirts, tote bags, bookmarks, pins, and more. It'll also include this exclusive variant for Betty Page, Curse of the Banshee 1, drawn by the very talented Jay Lee. We even got Jay to draw a little gem on Betty Page's ring finger. So go ahead and check out the link in the description to support the campaign. We also have a giveaway for you today. Like, comment, and subscribe. Let me know what you think about this video. We have a Lucio Padillo, Eternals number one. Get ready for the movie. Take a look at the other videos that we make for you. We have the honorable mentions. We have a podcast, and have a great week.